Let him have it, Chris. 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 There's a button and a switch for everything. What's that? You're listening to Aerial View worldwide on the internet. No tricks now, Chris. What kind of radio show is this? I heard his voice on the tape and it really put the hook in me. I've broadcast many, many times. Shortwave on both the flight program and the home service. Nice you stay in New Jersey and I don't care who you are. Chris, you get out of school. Let's talk. I'm sick of talking. Get out of here. Jesus, you can talk. Stop saying that. I'm trying to talk to people. That's clear as a mother's old bell. Chris, yeah. You might got this man going on the air, deliver a coded message. Shut up, little man. You're out of your mind. No, I'm not out of my mind. Oh, come on. Now, wasn't I listening to what he said? On the air. Because all we're dealing with here, after all, is talk show time against a man's life. I don't see that as any argument. I can see you're really upset about this. It's all right. It's okay. Hello. Something to live for. Do you speak English? Parlo, stand in place. Chris, stand up and wiggle your hips for us. I know that guy. But we're young and bored. He's a nihilist. And I'll smash your face for you, Yarblockos. Don't you stop, Dan. Huh? Stop it. Shut up. Conversation is a two-way street. I'm all I'm going to drag my beer. I don't get you. I don't get your act at all. And I don't think you do either. I don't think you know what you're trying to do or how to go about it. And you're stupid. I heard it over the radio. Real stupid. I'm not just talking about one person. I'm talking about everybody. I'm talking about form. I'm talking about content. I'm talking about interrelationships. I'm talking about God, the devil, hell, heaven. Do you understand? Finally! Then you will not take me off the air for now or for any other speechless time. I'll pitch my voice wherever I please. I'm a fan of I just hope this man realizes that being able to communicate with people all over the world carries a serious responsibility. Come on, baby. Show the man your power, baby. Blast him! Give him some of that tone! Come on, man. Showtime!
Who are you? What are you? Where did you come from? I think you're the cause of all this. I think you're evil! Evil! <gasps> He's a fabulous disaster. He's a symbol, metaphor. He embodies the dementia of a nihilistic generation. He's a star. Hi, I was wondering if this was the same Chris T who does um, the radio show. Um, because if it is, I think your show's really great. Um, but if it isn't, um, I'm sorry to have bothered you. Hello, this is Eartha Kitt. Cats have nine lives. Wow. But unfortunately, you have only one. So buckle your seatbelt for safety. Buckle up, baby. Buckle up, I say. It's going to be a good one. It's me, Chris T, here on thehoundnyc.com, where uh, every Sunday's Hound House at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by Crashing the Party, do up. Chop Shop of the Air with uh, Mark and Miriam. And don't forget, Crash the Party has branched way the hell out. Miriam's got that Kicksville radio going on as well. Nothing but Norton. Nothing but Norton. I have a a Dickies jacket, a black Dickies jacket, and years ago I, I put a Norton Records patch on it. And I always forget the patch is there and I'll wear the jacket out somewhere and and some fart knocker will be like, what's what's Norton Records? What is that? What's Norton Records? What is that? What is Norton Records? I'll be like, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, did I I forget that I was wearing this jacket again? Is that what I did? (laughs) It happened at the Whole Foods the other day. Yet another thing that uh, the rapacious Jeff Bezos got his clammy hands on. But it's either that or the little. And the little is literally the worst supermarket on earth. But, you know, I haven't been in an Aldi yet. So maybe I'll pull my punches on that one. You gotta pull pull those punches. You don't know. There could be worse. Is that what's bothering you, Bunky? Sometimes I just feel like Eddie Lawrence. The old philosopher. So I'm online. I'm paying for my stupid groceries at the stupid Whole Foods. And I got the Norton Records jacket on. And I don't realize it. I forget. 
just a black Dickies jacket that I customized. I didn't even you want you want you want to know a secret? I didn't even sew the patch on. I used fabric glue. It's glued on. I'm living a lie. So I'm standing there in the, the cash register who I would take for a, a fella in his 40s, maybe pushing 50, I don't know. I've seen this guy down there before. I've, I've had him as a cashier before. He's one of these cashiers, one of these fellas that thinks that every customer wants to be engaged in light badinage. And I'm not there for the badinage. I'm there for the fucking coffee and a loaf of bread and some soy creamer. I'm not looking to make friends online at the grocery store. I'm sorry. I don't even want to be online. At least they have the self-serve checkout now where, of course, they make you do your labor, your own labor, and they fire people. Remember when uh, cashier was an actual job? Well, they still have cashiers. If you want to see cashiers, go to the little. But wait a minute. Did I say if you want to see cashiers? There's never any there. They have six checkout lanes and only two of them are ever manned or womaned or peopled or whatever I'm supposed to be saying. And they refuse for some reason these the German overlords at Little had a meeting yard decided no nine verboten no I don't know if I knew how to say self-service in, in German that's what I say self-service because apparently I, I think it's a it's a loss thing you know the shoplifting maybe they think it's it's, it's if everyone has to wait 15 minutes to pay for their groceries then no one will shoplift anything I I, 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 I don't get it so if you go to the little it's interminable it's a goddamn mess in that place there's never a shopping cart by the way today's show is called Ariel Phew P-H-E-W exclamation point Ariel Phew Phew. And it's just about things that you and I are exhausted by at this point in our lives. And soon I will open the phones. I'm not going to open them just yet. But soon. And then you can call 760-422-5528. 760-I-CALL-AV. And, 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 and here's how I want you to start your statement. Chris. Or you can say Chris T. Doesn't matter. I'm tired of. And then there you go. And then fill in the blank. You see what I'm saying there? Chris, I'm tired of. And then you can tell us what you're tired of. So I'm going to list a few things I'm tired of. I'm tired of the, the little. I'm tired of the corporate overlords of that place. Was ist los with the little? Yeah. Ach, du Liebe! I'll tell you all the German I learned. All the German I retained. I'm sure I learned quite a bit of German, but I, I retained almost none of it. Who would, really? Berliner Weiss mit Schuss. So that if, you ever, if you ever want to get a Weiss beer with raspberry syrup in it, that's, that's what you need to know. Berliner Weiss mit Schuss. 
And that'll get you one of those. Gerschlossen means closed. So if something is closed, it's Gerschlossen. Mine mind is Gerschlossen. By the way, happy anniversary to the Ukraine war. One year old today. I didn't get you anything. I'm sorry. Not sure it's a reason for celebration anyway. Who brought the party horn? Yeah, not cool. Not cool. Ariel, phew. I'm in line at the Whole Foods. The Lytle, by the way. The Little, however you say it. Go fuck yourself. That's that's what I'd like to say to you. Whoever owns that poor excuse for a supermarket. With all the cheap shit from China that they like to sell. By the way, I've been reading a lot about positive psychology, but uh, so far it hasn't kicked in. I'm, I'm still just... This is me. What can I say? I, I, I think at this point, this is me. You either like it or you don't. I'm sorry. It's like the little. <laughs> you either like it or you don't. It's, it's very... There's no in-between. I'm in line at the Whole Foods, and I got the Norton Record jacket, and I, and I always forget when I'm wearing this jacket. And there's always somebody, and it's always a particular type of dude... What's, uh, what's Norton Records? What is that? What's Norton Records? Now, this guy, he puts a twist on it, which I did kind of appreciate. You got to get your kicks where you can and your laughs where they're happening. And uh, so he says to me, and all I want to do is pay for my fucking coffee and my bread and my soy creamer. Get the fuck out of there. So uh, is, that, is that an N or an H? And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, what is he even talking about? What is he talking about? Because, again, I've forgotten I have the patch, the Norton Records patch on my Dickies jacket. And then finally he points to it. Is that an N or an H? And I look down and I go, it's, it's an N. It's Norton. What is that? What, what is Norton Records? Uh, it's a record company. Uh, what kind of music do they do? What, what kind of music is that? They have a website. Why don't you go to it? NortonRecords.com And then he got all... He got crestfallen. The, the friendly cashier at the Whole Foods who wanted to have a conversation with me, a human moment. He got all kind of crestfallen because I didn't want to stand there and try to describe the width and the breadth of the catalog of Norton Records. I mean, I got better things to do, pal. I'm I'm one of those people that loves tapping my watch even when I'm not wet, you know, wearing a watch. I'll tap my wrist. I'll do the who what? I don't have time for this. I'm tapping my watch right now. This is my dead brother's watch actually. This is uh, my brother Mario's watch. Pulled it out of his uh, shitty Double wide trailer in Florida, the one that reeked so badly of nicotine. He was such a heavy smoker that uh, we had to wear masks and gloves because we were absorbing the nicotine into our skin. Me and my nephew had gone down there after he died to 
clear out his his property before the uh, the magpies descended, the vultures, because he had some valuable things on his property. He was a mechanic. He had lots of tools, snap-on tools, a rolling tool chest, just all kinds of crap. And it being Florida, we knew that as soon as the word got out that he died, that they were going to descend on the place and flew down there, flew into Orlando or some damn thing and rented a box truck and drove over to his property, packed everything up, and I'm going through the house and I find this watch. It's a Timex Expedition and it lights up. You could press the little switch on the side and it lights up. So I, I didn't tap my brother's watch. I, I, I wear this watch just about every day. And I, I wear it for a few reasons. It's a comfortable watch. It's not too fancy. I don't have to worry about damaging it. It works well. It tells accurate time. And it was my brother's. So it's a way to have something of his, you know. But I didn't tap it. I, I'm, I'm not going to do that to the poor, crestfallen, friendly Whole Foods cashier standing there wondering why I don't want to engage and try to describe the records that Norton puts out. I wouldn't even know how to say that. It's rock and roll, man. The hell do you want me to say? NortonRecords.com. Just go to the website. So if I see this guy again, it's going to be a little awkward. I'm... All right, that's the first thing I'm tired of. I'm tired of that. I'm tired of the... Folks who engage you when you really don't want to be engaged. When you walk into a store and you just want to wander around the store for a little bit and you just want to sort of take it in and you don't want somebody sidling up next to you saying, is there, what'd you come in for today? What'd you, what'd you come in for today? I love that one. I love that one. I don't know. It's better than being outside. It's kind of cold out there. It's wet. But I would be indoors. What did I come in for today? <laughs> what did you come in for today? That's a good one. I mean, I guess it's a few notches above, can I help you? Because the answer to that is always no. I'm always like, no. I'm good. No. I'll find you when I'm ready. How's that? I'll find you. I was in the Best Buy the other day. I had to go by the Best Buy. I picked up a printer for a friend of mine. I'm, I'm going to play tech support on Sunday. Bring this printer over, install it. So I thought, you know what? Order it. Best Buy will have it. They'll stick it in one of those lockers of theirs. And then you just go down and you pick it up. Boom. Shove it in the trunk. Drive it out to Brooklyn. Hook it up. Done. I go in there and I'm wandering around and I'm thinking, you know what? I would like a new dash cam. Why? Why do I want a new dash cam? Because I was driving to this gig on Wednesday and there was a there was a crash right in front of me on 495, coming out of the Lincoln Tunnel, six o'clock in the morning. I had to be in Madison, New Jersey, at seven o'clock in the morning. What time are you pulling into Madison? Oh, I used to love that joke. Oh, my God. That used to crack me up so much on the Trucking Radio channel. 
some driver called and said they were in Elizabeth. What time are you pulling out of Elizabeth? That that one always. It's just such a cheap, shitty joke that it always just made me laugh. And my my odious co-host would always get offended. Ah, eh, eh. Shut up. It's funny. I don't care who you are. Any town like that. Any town with a person's name. What time are you pulling out of Washington? Use it. You have my permission. So I'm driving to this gig in one of my rare freelance gigs. It's a pretty good day rate. Working for Big Animal Pharma. Not just Big Pharma. Big Pharma making drugs for animals. For livestock and companion animals. And livestock that you've probably eaten. Pumped full of all kinds of juicy, delicious drugs. But uh, I can't look a gift horse in the mouth, even if it's got lots of drugs pumped into it. Yeah, I'm going to take the money. I had to get up extra early. I mean, I set the alarm for 5.15. I ended up getting, it, getting up just after 4.30. Could not sleep. 4.30 in the morning. When's the last time I had to get up at 4.30 in the morning? It, it hasn't happened in a long time. I mean, I used to get up early, 6 a.m., get myself into Manhattan, be at my desk by, I don't know, 7, 7.40. I would get the 7.15 a.m. ferry, get to my desk by 7.40. It was a nice commute. And then I would go and do talk radio, three hours a day, Monday through Fridays, and get paid fairly well to do it. And now I toil in obscurity, driving to these freelance gigs for Big Animal Pharma. And I'm, I'm, I'm just glad that my sense of humor is intact, because otherwise... <laughs> yeah. So I'm on 495. I take the north marginal road to get up to 495 and get out to the rest of New Jersey. Go west, young man. Pick up, uh, what is it, 287 or 278 or one of those. And no sooner do I get on 495 westbound. By the way, at that hour of the morning, they take one of the westbound lanes and they reverse it so the buses can get into New York City. And all that's between you and the buses is a row of these orange traffic pylons that they have to hand place every morning and then hand remove every afternoon or whenever, somewhere around 10 p.m. when rush, 10 a.m. when rush hour is over. There's a special truck, a Port Authority of New York and New Jersey truck that drives along and a guy leans over out the back, actually has a little chair he could sit on, they can sit on, and leans over and has to hand pull out, there's got to be a thousand of these pylons. I, I don't know, it, it doesn't seem like a terribly efficient way to do this, but... There's nothing between you and, and buses that are coming every 20 seconds. So there's maybe 20 seconds between buses at that hour of the morning. They're all headed into the Port Authority building. 8th Avenue and 42nd Street. You ever want to have fun, go down there and hang out for a day. 
I know tourists, uh, you like to go to the usual spots. Empire State Building. I want to see Times Square. I want to go to the Statue of Liberty. Maybe the Freedom Tower. Go to the Port Authority bus terminal. Spend uh, four or five hours there. You won't regret it. You'll see the entire mass of humanity. And there's still a bowling alley in there, I believe. So if you get tired of humanity, you can go bowl. So I'm driving along. I'm, I get up on the... It should say... Yeah, up. It's up. Because you go up. North Marginal Road, you go up. You connect with 495 out of the Lincoln Tunnel. And these motherfuckers, they're moving at a high rate of speed. They're coming out of that tunnel. And they are hammering down. I... Uh, I got a slowpoke in front of me, out-of-state plates. I think it was Pennsylvania. And this fucker is not gunning it like anybody with an ounce of sense would do. Anybody who could look in their driver's side mirror would be like, I better floor this thing! And I can't. I got this shithead in front of me in this SUV. So I'm just... I'm looking in my rear mirror and I'm seeing the traffic coming up fast as Cadillac Escalade, Escalade, coming up right behind me. And I'm like, eh, I'm going to get rear-ended. Oh, God. I just know it. And as soon as I can, I get out from behind the Ford SUV with out-of-state plates and I get into the left lane. But before I do, this white box truck goes flying past me. You know these 20-feet cubes on wheels? These white, they're always white box trucks. It's got a little bit of graffiti on it, but not much. It just goes whizzing past me in the left lane. And then I move over and go a little bit further. And the next thing I know, I see the white box truck just rear ends some sedan that was sitting there on the tiger stripes, you know, thought about exiting 495 and then figured out they're not supposed to quite yet or whatever the hell happened. And this stupid shithead rather than look in their driver's side mirror or their rearview mirror or hell turn their head and look over their shoulder do a head check what's the matter you can't do a head check what's the matter you can't look out the the back window and see if anything's coming what's going on with you pal this idiot just pulls out in front of this box truck and then boom crash Skidding, thudding sounds, metal crunching sounds, glass breaking sounds. And both vehicles end up on their sides. The sedan or the crossover or the SUV or whatever it was, I couldn't see too well, goes over on its passenger side. And the box truck flips over on the driver's side and slides into the bus lane where the buses are coming eastbound every 20 seconds. And luckily for this fucker, there was not a bus coming at that particular moment. And the next bus that came along managed to slow down before smashing into this box truck and really ruining that guy's day. That guy you thought, I, I, I got to make some time. I'm behind schedule. I better go really, really fast in this box truck. Box trucks are not the most aerodynamic vehicles out there. I'm just putting that out there. No one's put a box truck in a wind tunnel to see how it does. And if you've never driven one of these, if you've rented the damn thing, a lot of them are rentals, 
and you're thinking you're going to drive it like your family car. Eh, bad idea. I blame both of these idiots, by the way. I blame the guy driving the box truck for going as fast as he was. And then the moron on the tiger stripes who pulled back out onto the highway without looking. You're both to blame. But uh, I'm thinking, oh great, I'm not getting to this freelance gig. It's a little bit of money. It would have been nice. But now I got to call up this guy and I got to say, hey, I can't make it. I know you're doing your big webcast about how you can make more money selling drugs to animals. But uh, I'm, si- I'm going to be sitting here a while. I'm going to be stuck at the scene of an accident. I'm going to have to wait for the emergency vehicles to come and clear all this out. And, and then I noticed, I looked to my right, and I'm thinking, oh, is that the ramp? Is that the ramp up to the local roads? I mean, I've gone a little bit past it at this point. There's a little bit of a concrete divider there, but it's low, and I don't see a lot of debris in that median between 495 and the and the ramp up to the local road. So I'm thinking, if I back up two feet, I can I can turn to my right and get the hell out of here. And that's exactly what I did, friends. I backed up about two feet, and I turned the wheel to the right, and I drove up on the local roads. And then back down to 495, thereby bypassing the scene of the accident. And I just, I felt, for one moment, I felt so triumphant. I just thought, man, man, that was smart. That was smart. Getting out of there. Boy, did I get out of there. And I got to Madison early. I mean, I got to Madison so early, the building wasn't even open yet. And that's why I was in Best Buy looking for a dash cam. Because when I, when I got home later after the gig, I, I reviewed the footage and I just thought, oh, man, this camera is kind of crappy. It's not very good. And I'm in Best Buy and I'm looking and, and they have a few dash cams and I'm looking around and finally somebody sees me looking around and this woman comes over and says, can I, can I help you find something? Yeah, well, I'm just wondering, I mean, is this is this your dash cam selection here? Is that what this is? Is this all of them? And Like, you have any in the back? Um, you know, let me go ask. I'll go ask. I'll be right back. Threat me again! Uh, so I wait. Yeah, I'm waiting. Waiting. Waiting some more. Yeah, waiting. Still waiting. And then and then finally she reappears. And uh she tells me what I've already what I already know. Yeah, um that's yeah, that's what we have. I mean, it, it was a dumb question. Like who asked that? I, I shouldn't have never asked that. It, I don't want to buy a dash cam at Best Buy anyway. I, I, I just I wanna go online, I wanna do a little research, I wanna find the one that I want, and then I wanna order it. And then Jeff Bezos people will deliver it. Yeah, I know. I know. I I I know. I can hear you out there. I can hear you. You complain about him and yet you're 
patronizing his company. It doesn't make sense. You're right. You're right. I'm guilty as charged. What can I say? I want a dash cam, and I want it here tomorrow. Because these motherfuckers out there are crazy. I mean, every time now when I get behind the wheel, unless I'm driving someplace locally and I don't have to get on the highway, I'm telling you, when did everybody just become such a dick? When did that happen? And I've always had this theory, and you heard me relate this theory many years ago on Aerial View, that people reveal the, their true selves behind the wheel because it's one of the few places where you are still in charge unless you got a self-driving Tesla that's going to drive you into the side of a semi. You're still driving that thing yourself. And, then, and guess what? You get to make all the decisions. Your hands are on the wheel. You get to decide where the car goes, how fast it goes, how slow it goes, when it stops, when it doesn't stop. You can put whatever you want on the radio. Now, the rest of your life, you may be answering to everybody that you see all throughout the day. Everybody that you see may have agency over you, your boss, uh, your spouse, uh, whoever it might be. They're all telling you what to do. The local cop on the beat. I don't know. But in your car... Here in my car. Isn't that what Gary Newman said? I don't really know the rest of the words of that song. I just know here in my car. But I get—I bet you without even looking, it's a song about how life is beautiful in your car. Remember Cabaret? Here life is beautiful. It's probably where the uh, future owners of Little Met at a cabaret in the Weimar Republic, something tells me. And I bet they had armbands on. I'm just saying. They always find out. Look, they always find out sooner or later. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they, yeah, they made the ovens. That was the company that made the ovens. Sure. So we're driving... Yesterday to go see my in-laws. Sweet T and I, I'm driving, I'm in my car. You know, we get on the New Jersey Turnpike southbound and no sooner do we do than there's this white Subaru WRX. You know the WRX, like all the assholes drive one of these things. It's small and it's fast and it's got the big fat hood scoop on it and sometimes there's a spoiler and it's low to the ground and it's got ground effects and it's got big fat tires and it's like all-wheel drive and it just goes like stink on ice, as they used to say. And this fucking twat just starts making all these lane changes. Sans signal. Because even though he paid for all the crap on the WRX, apparently he got a discount because they didn't put turn signals in there. There's no turn signal stalk. The one you could reach with your pinky. Operate it with your pinky. That's how they designed it. Don't even have to take... Your hands off the wheel. But mm, why bother? Why bother signaling? I don't want people to know where I'm going. Why should I tell people? So this twat just starts zip, 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 making all these lane changes, zipping in front of people, zipping in front of the next person. 
and there's barely a car length for this Subaru WRX. He's just being a total twat. And then no sooner does he get out of our view than a white BMW comes up on my right and does the same thing, chasing the Subaru WRX. These two assholes, they think it's a race. And you're all, we're all just in their way. The rest of us are just in their way. And I'm doing probably 70 miles an hour. At some point, I put on the cruise control. And cruise control works well, and I'm grateful for that. It's an old car. My previous car, I got the cruise control module rebuilt. I had to ship it to some guy in the Midwest somewhere because it was a 1983 Mercedes 300D Turbo Diesel. But there's some guy out there rebuilding the... The, the cruise control module and it really is a module it's like plug and play it's this thing you pull out from underneath the dash this little logic box with circuitry inside of it but it never worked properly but when I got the 94 E320 with 43,000 miles on it it had functioning cruise control and my favorite thing of all time heated seats so I put the cruise control on 70 because, you know, Sweet Tea's in the passenger seat. I am not going to be trying to keep up with these people. I'm going to be doing a reasonable speed. I, you know, we'll get there. We're going to get there in plenty of time. My in-laws will have the bagels ready. It'll be fine, right? But everybody's just flying past us. It's like we're standing still. It's, it's literally like you're standing still. And they're doing... 80, 85, 90 miles an hour, these people. And, I, and, and, and every time, the only thing that occurs to me is, where the fuck are you going? What's the rush? Oh, and where's the cops? That's the other thing. Where are the cops? This would be the time, right about now, for a state trooper to show up and nail one of these assholes, just one of them, Please. And I don't know if it's me. I don't know if it's because I'm older. I don't know if it's just... I just can't stand it when people feel like the rules don't apply to them. They don't have to follow the rules. The rules of the road. I mean, we're not talking about... Okay, in some cases, they're laws. But the rules of the road. The, the ones that say... To everyone around you, I know how to coexist. I know how to be part of this organism that is this massive hunk of metal hurtling down the highway. We're all locked together. And if one of us fucks up, all of us are going to fuck up. There's going to be a pile up. And you're not going to escape it. And so, for all these reasons... I ordered a dash cam. I went online. I did a little bit of research. This is my second thing I'm tired of, by the way. Few. Aerial Few. That's the show tonight. The number again is 760-422-5528. 760-I-CALL-AV. Phone lines are open now if you want to call in. would love to hear what the hell you're tired of. 
Because I'm, I'm tired of uh, the people who engage you in retail when you don't want to be engaged. And I'm tired of the way people drive nowadays. I'm just tired of it. I'm tired, by the way, in a sidebar conversation, I'm tired of how boring all of the paint jobs are on all the vehicles these days. I, I wrote a thing on Facebook the other day, spur of the moment, spontaneous Stream of consciousness poetry. And this was the poem. You want to hear the poem? Here's the poem. It went like this. White car, silver car, gray car, black car. 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 And I just kept cutting and pasting it until I had a huge block of text that said white car, silver car, gray car, black car. And everybody's like... Chris, are you okay? Should we call somebody? Chris, are you okay? I'm fine. I, I'm fine. I just don't get it. I don't get why every goddamn car is white, silver, gray, or black. By the way, in our family, silver and black. But here's the thing. Hear me out, okay? Don't call me a hypocrite. I can see you looking at whatever the hell this is coming out of, whatever whatever streaming device you maybe someone's even got an internet radio. Hmm. Saying hypocrite. No, the black car is my car, and that was fell in my lap. It was cheap, it had low mileage, and I bought it. And it's black. And the silver car fell in our laps too. It was my father-in-law's car. And when he decided to stop driving, said to my wife, Hey, you want my car? And my wife, my wife at the time, had a nice red car. Red. High visibility color. Good color for a car. Red. I hope my next car is red. Red or orange. Or that high visibility chrome color that they used to paint the fire trucks. Remember, you'd see a yellow fire truck and you'd be like, what the hell is that? Fire trucks are red. What is that shit? Well, that was high visibility. And I believe in being high visibility when you're out driving. And these, these cars, white cars, silver cars, gray cars, black cars, they're, they're not what you call high visibility. And plus, they're boring. They're just boring. 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 Let's have some color, people. Let's bring back some color. Did I mention the war in Ukraine is one year old, by the way? And, uh... You know what? I, the other thing I'm getting tired of is the people who are saying we shouldn't uh, be spending all this money to support Ukraine. What about spending the money here? It's like you can't walk and chew gum at the same time. It's like money, the pool of money is finite. It's like we don't have the will, apparently, to tax the wealthy cocksuckers who are getting away without paying their share. And thereby we could do everything we want to. We could... We could have Social Security and Medicare and make sure it's sustainable for God knows everybody. We could we could uh, take care of people. We could lift them out of poverty. We could take care of people. And we could preserve democracy around the globe. We could do that because it's important to us. And I think what I'm really tired of most of all is just stupidity and stupid people. And especially when stupid people get into positions of power and uh, they, 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 
make sure that everybody gets to read all about their stupidity. I'm looking at you, Marjorie Taylor Greene. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Just stupid as the day is long. Just the shit that comes out of that woman's mouth that she goes on about. Unfucking believable. I mean, the people that elected her must be stupider than she is. They must be just... And either that or they just feel like if the liberals, you know, they, they're... That she's going to own the libs. And that to them is more important than anything. So what if their lives are shit? And they, uh, their, their district is refusing federal money that's being offered to make their lives better. <laughs> Liberals, you libtards. Just tired of it. I mean, it's exhausting. It's exhausting to live right now. If you're living right now, if you're not one of the undead and you're listening to this, it's exhausting. You must be exhausted. I know I'm exhausted. I'm especially exhausted because before the show, I spent, I don't know, a couple of hours at least installing this new dash cam. Why did it take so long? You're you're thinking. I mean, the dash cam you pull out of the box and you use the suction cup and you pop it on the windshield and that's it. Well, this one has a rear-facing camera. It's got three cameras. It's got a rear-facing camera. It's got the camera that looks out the front, and then it's got a camera that looks into the cabin and records you. And I, you know, initially I thought. I don't want that. I don't want some camera looking at me while I'm driving. But then I thought, you know what? If I'm going to crash, I want proof that I was looking out the windshield, looking straight ahead, and my eyes were on the road. I don't want, uh, I want evidence that I didn't look away at the radio for a moment or look at something else or look at my phone. It's the way these motherfuckers drive out there, I'll tell you what. It's aerial. Phew! What are you tired of? Call and let me know. 760-422-5528. 760-I-CALL-AV. The phone lines are now open. Feel free to give us a ring. Tell us what you're tired of. So, yeah, I'm just... I can't take the... Stupid motherfuckers who are like, why are we giving money to Ukraine when we got problems here at home? Duh! Well, because... Because if we had stopped Hitler when we could have, we should have. There was a moment. There was a moment there when, when Germany's troops weren't up to the strength they were, they would become later. And Hitler decided to march into the Sudetenland, decided to take over this part of Czechoslovakia where there were quote-unquote ethnic Germans who Goebbels claimed were being abused, brutalized, murdered, blah, 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 whatever pretext they needed to go in there and take it over. When he started taking over this territory, claiming that Germans lived there, and that these areas were always part of Germany and he was just reclaiming them. Does it sound familiar to you? We could have and we should have stopped him. We should have supported these places he was marching into. We should have given him weapons. I mean, Roosevelt, at least, Franklin Delano Roosevelt was prescient when he created the Lend-Lease program and said, we're going to lend and lease military equipment, our decommissioned battleships 
whatever we have laying around and we're going to ha- let the British have it because he's coming for them next. He saw it. Churchill saw it. They, they saw it. The French, not so much. The French didn't see it so much, even though at the time the French had one of the most sophisticated armies on the planet. And they did fuck all. They thought we have the Maginot Line. So we can't let Putin just do what the fuck he wants. We can't let him just march into this sovereign nation and take that shit over like it belongs to him. He's a thug. And it sickens me and I'm tired of it. I'm exhausted by all these people who actually find him admirable in some way. What the fuck is wrong with you? Seriously. What is wrong with you? I'm so sick of the Republican Party. I'm so sick of the GOP. I'm sorry if you're a Republican. Friends of mine are. And I and I, I like, there are people I like who are. And I just don't understand it. Why? Why? Because you think the Democrats are weak and ineffectual? Do you know what's gone on? Do you know what Joe Biden has achieved since he's become president? Do you have any idea? The infrastructure legislation alone that's gone through? The CHIPS Act? Manufacturing coming back to the United States? Standing with our allies? Reassembling a, a global coalition? The one that Trump had rendered? The one that when he just declared NATO was, was outmoded and no longer needed? That douchebag? That wealthy fuck? That stupid moron who you all worship? That shithead? Remember that? No, we stand with Ukraine. As long as it takes. Someday Vladimir Putin will be dead. And hopefully sooner rather than later. And who knows what will happen in that country then. But I guarantee you a lot of this will chill the fuck out. Because he's a maniac. And he's incredibly wealthy. And he's one of these people who's like, I'm going to prevail. I don't care how many bodies I have to throw out. I mean, literally just sending young Russian men into this meat grinder. It's like World War I all over again. I mean, 16 million people, 17 million people died during World War I. Fed into this meat grinder. Just marching into the path of uh, artillery. And yes, 60 million people died in World War II. And, and the majority of them were Russians. Russia lost more people in World War II than any other country. So how they can act this way, I don't get it. But then Russia's always been fucked up. I mean, come on. If you know anything about the history of Russia, and especially what Stalin pulled... It's, it, it, I've always had mixed feelings about that place. They, they can go fuck themselves in China, too. You can both go fuck yourselves. We are in a democracy. We're an American democracy. We have what you will never have, and guess what that is? Rock and roll. You will never have it. You can't have it. It's not yours. You don't know how to do it. And that's why you'll always lose. And okay, so we enslaved some people for hundreds of years... And that's what they gave us back. They said, you know what? Fuck you. Jazz, blues, R&B, and rock and roll. That's what we're going to do. Fuck you. And then, and then that's why I believe in reparations as well. I'm exhausted. I'm tired of people saying, why? Why should there be reparations? Because, because that's why. 
<laughs> it's like when you were five and you asked your parents a question. Why were the blah 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 blah? And they would say, Because that's why. Why do we gotta why do we gotta answer that question? Why are they why do they have to do a multi-year study? People were systematically oppressed, brutalized, enslaved, and then when they were supposedly freed, they weren't even freed. Then they still had to go through a hundred years of bullshit. And they're still going through the bullshit. And they were left behind economically. So that's why. And you're saying we don't have the money. But we don't have the money. Of course we have the money. Of course we do. We just don't want to tax fucking hedge fund billionaires. The douchebags who aren't paying their share. Why should capital gains not be taxed the way income is taxed? We don't have the money. Fuck you. Of course we have the money. We're America. We got all the money. And if we need more, we'll take yours. We will seize your assets and take your money. That's what we do. We've done it often. Uh, I, I just It gets me pig-biting mad, as Ed Anger used to say. Oh, look at that. I, I did almost the whole show just talking shit because uh, no one's picked up the phone and called. See, that's what I mean by toiling in obscurity. I mean, in the old days, I'd go on the air and start talking shit and the, the lines would light up. People would be calling in. Even just the assholes who wanted to prank me. But here I am hiding my light under a bushel. What are you going to do? I've done it all, friends. It no longer matters. This is fine by me. I've had a good time. I don't know if you've had but I've had a good time this last hour. Just bitching and moaning. And the dash cam is installed. It took forever. I undid all of the good work my chiropractor did this morning. Crawling all over the interior of my car. Twisting myself into various unnatural shapes. But it's done. Just have to do a little bit of cleanup and I'll leave that for tomorrow. Gotta get the, the vacuum out. Do a little bit of vacuuming in the car and then... When I do go to Brooklyn on Sunday, I'll have full dash cam action. Front-facing dash cam, rear-facing cam. And the one that's looking in the cabin at me. Oh, it's going to be something. I suggest if you drive, you get yourself a dash cam, friends. You protect yourself because there's a lot of morons out there. There's a lot of people who get behind the wheel and they don't give a shit about you or anybody else. It's all about them getting to wherever they're getting, wherever they're going, as quickly as possible. And everybody else be damned. So protect yourself. That's what I say. That's my message to you. And uh, again, I will remind you that Sundays at 3 p.m., you got the Hound Howl, followed at 5 p.m. by Crashing the Party. Do up Chop Shop of the Year with Mark and Miriam. If you go to NortonRecords.com, like I told that friendly cashier, you'll find out all about what's going on in the world of uh, Miriam. And uh, lately it's Kicksville Radio as well. So look into that. They're doing something live, I believe, tomorrow. Just got the email all about it. So uh, go and check that out. This is the HoundNYC.com. And this show will replay on Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. 
And in just a few minutes, it will become a podcast. Although it's going to take a little longer than usual because I forgot to run the most important recording of all, the one that's in the computer. So I'm going to have to pull it out of the recorder and then dump it in the computer. And it's going to take a little while longer, but it'll still get up there fairly quick. So don't even worry about that. Tell your friends all about Aerial View. It's available wherever you listen to podcasts. And it's available for whatever type of phone or streaming device you use to listen to your podcast. Now, the big decision at the end of the show is, do I play the Harry Nielsen song about driving or the Ike Turner song about driving? And I'm leaning towards Ike Turner at this point. I know, I know, terrible person. Guess what? Every artist that you like did something terrible. And uh, if you're going to stop listening to everything and reading everything and looking at everything made by terrible people, you will have nothing to listen to, look at, or read. So there's that. Friends, thanks again. See ya. This is Eartha Cave again, back to remind you to take your belongings with you and to get a receipt from the driver. Have a perfect day. So baby, please stop and try to change. You're driving me insane. I need you, baby, so very bad. If I can't have you, I will go mad. So baby, please stop and try to change. You're driving me insane. Today's modern freak is a magnificent piece of engineering. It's designed to carry heavy traffic safely at high speeds. Still, drivers manage to get things tangled up, smashed up sometimes, on the ramps and at important interchanges. Freeway driving requires skill and attention. No place for the inexperienced driver, the slowpoke, the absent-minded intellectual. No place for the aggressive driver or the bore. If you want to drive the freeway, you've got to drive like a pro. Words of advice from your driver licensing agency. Well, it's a shame the way you do. Arthur, I know that I've been true. So, baby, please stop and try to change. You're driving me insane. I could not sleep. Awake last night I could imagine Someone holding you tight So baby, please change And try to change You're driving me insane